that there was nobody sitting in. I want you to understand this morning the feast that's been laid out before. We are going to a place that is being prepared right now. For every person that accepts Jesus Christ, there will be a feast prepared that we'll all sit in the presence of Christ and we will all dine with Him at the table that's being prepared. But what scares me today, and y'all asked for permission just to, I want to teach today. I, 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 want, I want to slow down. I, I, I need to just be able to talk to you today. I need you to pay attention. I need you to stay with me. And I need you to understand these things right here this morning. Matthew chapter number 7, verse 21. I'm going to read a few things today, but I've got to get you to understand. It says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom. Y'all, that's why this is so important. Amen. There's a table that's been prepared, and there's places been set said but people are missing the opportunity Amen. they're missing the invite they're, they're missing the call because of today now I want you to listen to this right here it says not everyone that saith unto me Lord Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven it says many of you say to me in that day Lord have we not prophesied now listen to me Y'all, we got people in our in our midst. When I say midst, our communities, in in, in, our, in our cities, in our states, in our country. Now, I'm talking about the United States of America. This is what we we've got people that will say, "Lord, have we not prophesied? Have we not preached and proclaimed your word?" Amen. In your name, and if we not cast out devils in your name. And it says, in your name we have done mighty works. Now, th- th- these aren't people that just blatantly ignore God. These are people that sit on church pews. Come on. That teach Sunday school. That preach. Come on. That work with the homeless. That work with the abused. That work with the addicts. These are people that, 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 that they're, they're good moral people. And they profess to be Christians. Because they do all this work in the name of God. But they've missed. They've missed one thing. Amen. I want to point that out. They missed one thing. Verse 23. He says, I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. Y'all, that scares me to death today. Amen. That scares me that what we let our kids go to. That scares me what we attend, what we promote, what we give to. That scares me because in today's society, we want to slap Christian labels over everything and call it we're furthering the kingdom. But yet we're not part of the kingdom. Amen. Of the heavenly kingdom. We're part of the worldly kingdom. Y'all, church is starting to look more and more like the world. We want, we want, we want sinners to be comfortable. Yeah, come on. I'm not being ugly. I am. This this message I told you is the hardest one I've ever had to preach. 
This is more crucial than ever. All the messages I've ever preached total together, there's no more importance than this message that I try to preach today. Verse number 7, I mean chapter 7, verse number 13. says, Enter ye in the straight, at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many, listen to me, and many there be which go in at that entrance. Amen. Wide. Today, church promotes everybody's welcome, and they are. But not everybody will in. Amen. Why? Because we choose the path that looks the nicest. That seems the easiest, and we want to walk down that. In today's society, we are not preaching repent, turn from your sins. Come on. We're not p- repent to, 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 to come up a new creature. Next week, when we're back in we're going to symbolize that death of the old person who went into the water. We're going to symbolize the power of the resurrection of the Holy Spirit that brought Jesus back to life. When she comes up, she'll be a new creature, a new life. Y'all, we gotta let the, 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 the past go. We gotta let the world go. We gotta let the sin in our lives go. We cannot continue to walk in the sin that we want. So many people say, I'm gonna add Jesus to my life. Come on. And I'm gonna continue to live the sinful ways. I'm gonna continue to drink and sleep around and smoke dope. And I'm gonna do all, I'm gonna be that self-righteous hypocrite. I'm gonna tell you how mad you are and, and everything that you're doing wrong. All this stuff inside me, oh God, it's still me. I'm going to continue to live this way. Come on, bless God. I'm just going to add Jesus to my life. And He's telling us right here, enter. That's the decision. You've got to step into salvation. The Holy Spirit calls. The Holy Spirit calls. He calls me. He calls everyone. But few there that step into the narrow gate. Understand? Very few people are willing to lay down, sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice their wants, their needs, their lives. And I appreciate you, you, you don't miss you. You know, we love to quote scripture one verse at a time that pleases to us, but we never, these are the words that come out of our Lord and Savior's mouth. Jesus says, Enter ye in the narrow gate. That's right. I want you to look at this. Proverbs 14 12. And this is what's going to send most people to hell. I want you to understand this. This verse is what's going to... It's not, not, not the verse. The, 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 the mindset behind this, the concept behind this, is what's going to separate most of the people that sit on the pews that work for God. And in the end, he says, depart from me, I never knew you. It's because right here, there is a way that seems right. Oh, but they're playing Christian music. Oh, but they're teaching about God. Oh, but they're doing this. Oh, but they're doing that. Oh, no, all they're doing is just that they're there. They are wolves in sheep's clothes. Amen. And it says, beware of them. Beware of them. I want you to understand right here. Next verse. Mark 10, 17. Mark 10, 17. And when we have gone forth into the way, and there came one running and kneeled before him and asked him, Good Master, what shall I do to, in, to inherit eternal life? 
And Jesus says, why do you call me good? There is not but one good, that is God. Knowest the commandments. What must I do when you say? Oh, keep the law. Be good. Be a good person. Do the right things. Make the right decisions. You can get in on your own merit. Jesus says, Knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor your mother and your father. And he says, Oh, I've done this since I was a kid. Ah, ah, ah. When the two women in the temple pray, the Pharisee says, I fast. I tithe. Oh, thank God. I'm not like other people. Come on. There are so many people that have that self-eye religion. And very few people that stand there and beat on the grass and say, forgive me, I'm a sinner. Jesus, when he starts this sermon on the mount, he says, to, 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 to inherit heaven, to inherit the kingdom, to inherit everlasting life with me, a person must be poor in spirit. A person must be broken hearted. If you go back to chapter 5, verse 3, Blessed is the poor in spirit, blessed are they that mourn, blessed are they that are meek, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, blessed are the merciful, blessed are the pure in heart, blessed are the peacemakers, blessed are they when they persecute you, or they are persecuted for my name's sake. And as Jesus tells us in verse 20 of that same chapter, he says, For I say unto you that accept your righteousness. Now listen to me, y'all. Accept your righteousness. Uh, I know you're a good guy, but if your righteousness don't exceed those of the religious leaders today, hey, you've got to go above and beyond the preachers and teachers of that day. You've got to have a higher mark. You've got to keep a greater law. You've got to do more than what the religious leaders of Jesus' time were doing. It says accept your righteousness. Amen. Exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees. And they were the most holy. Y'all, they were the godly people. They were holy men. They were men that had devoted their life to learning what God's Word said. And they tried to keep the law and fulfill it where they were a good example in the community. They didn't say, hey, do that kind of grace. No. They lived a sacrificial life. They gave up what they wanted to Come do on. God's way. Come on. But they didn't understand. They had been taught incorrectly. Today, we are teaching how you live like hell and God for you. You just come on in. You just go to God's house. We don't care what you do. Yes, we do. I think, you know, it's sad. I, I, I see people jump. I see people wave hands. I see people shout and run. During the same of the word. You know, boy, it's quiet. Come on, let me preach it. Now, I want you to understand this. You know what? They say praise is to God, but when the word was opened, they stood for hours and they said, Amen, let it be, Amen, let it be. They, you can't ever praise, you can't ever shout unless you know the truth. Amen. And the truth will set you free. This is the thing I gotta get you to understand right here today. Mark tells us here of the rich young ruler in chapter number 10. What must I do to, to inherit eternal life? It says, he answered me, he said, Master, I have done this since I was a child. And Jesus says, there's one thing, there's one thing keeping you out of heaven here. Buck, Randy, Will, baby. Come on. Amen. Listen to me, Robert. Connor, there's one thing that will keep you out of heaven. Everybody, Norman, 
You done all this. You're a good man. And you keep all these ordinances. But Jack, there's one thing missing in your life. That one thing that you're holding on to that, that you treasure more than anything. Ever said, give it all to the poor. Follow me. So many people in this field today have got that one thing that they cherish more than anything. Come on, bless you. Now, you got to understand this. It says, Jesus beholding him, Jesus looking in his eyes, and Jesus loving him. He said, I'll tell you the truth because I love you. There's one thing in your life you've got to do about People will say, I'm mean because I've heard it so hard. I'm going to tell you the truth. If you don't let go of that one thing, you're going to die in one thing. There's no way to get it. Hey, it's, I, and I, I keep working for Jack and told about a turnstile. I wish I looked and I thought before I could go to get a turnstile. You know, one of them ticket things that you walk up to at six flags or these were one, and it's got three arms on it. Only one person can go through it at a time. You can't bring your legs with you. You can't bring your achievements with you. You can't bring how good you are with you. You've got to set all that stuff. When you go to the airport and you go through life, you've got to give your, you got, you got to give your luggage to the attendant, and you're going to go single file through that monitor. They're going to, you know what? That's the same way it's going to be on Judge today. You can't ride on your mama's coattails. Listen to me, young men, young women, that, that, that your mama and daddy has been a pillar in the church for years. You're not going to ride in the heavens with their coattails. It's going to be on your accepting and rejecting of Jesus Christ. It's going to be on you. Bless you. Come on. And it says there's Mark chapter 10, verse 17 to 31. says, look, there's one thing that you like. There's one thing keeping you from going in heaven. And if you read up down there, it says after Jesus says, and this was a rich man, he was loaded. He says, go give all you have to the poor and follow him. It says that young man left broken hearted. He broke his heart. He knew he was going to hell. Why? Because he couldn't let go of that one thing he had. These people standing in here today, sitting here today, that's got one day they're not going to let go of it, you're going to die and go to hell because you would not let go of it. Until you come before God as a child, how is a child? A child is desperate, is destitute, he cannot feed himself, he cannot clothe himself, he cannot work for himself. He is dependent upon his parent to provide for him. And we must be dependent upon God for everything in our life. The way is narrow and The way is narrow. Luke tells us in chapter 9, verse 55. Won't you look as he tells us of, of, of that what? She tells us of them that won't enter, but has one more thing to do. Tell your home church to be in, but I can't do it. I can't do it. I got. Hey, you know, I don't live, yeah, but I, first, I got to go. Now, God's got to be the heart. God's got to be your first and foremost. He's got to be your priority. Luke chapter number seven, uh, nine. Luke chapter number nine. I'll be there Verse 65. I meant to be seven. I'm reading. Jesus' disciples, these people had saw the great work that Jesus had done. He was getting ready to go back to Samaria and they rejected him. He said, You can't come in. And John and James said, Jesus, you want us to. If you just pray fire down from heaven like a light, you could consume this. 
know, there's so many times we want to pray God would pursue that. But doing me wrong, rejecting me. You cussed me, you tricked me, you cheated on me, you, 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 you've done all these things. You've hurt me, you've done me wrong. And oh, I pray God is wrathful. So many of us live a life in that kind of heart. But Jesus says in Luke 5, But then he turned and rebuked them and said, Do you know what matter of spirit you are of? When you want vengeance on people, <coughs> when you want to get even, when you want to get back, when you want to hurt somebody because they hurt you, you're of the spirit of the devil. He said, For the Son of Man is not come to destroy life. He didn't come. Listen, the enemy, we're going to get there in Jesus says, I didn't come to destroy life. He said, I came to save life. And it came to pass that they went and waved his virtue. He said, A certain man said to him, Lord, I find it. You know, I, I, I said this a bunch. Lord, if you didn't have this mess, I'll do anything. Lord, if you just answer this one prayer, I promise you, I'll be, I'll, I'll be the Sunday school director next time it comes Amen. Out. And when he answered that prayer, I said, but Lord, listen to me for street seven. And it came to pass that there was a uh, there was one went in way, and a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow wherever so thou goest. And Jesus says, Look, be careful when you tell Y'all being a Christian is not yeah, I try to tell you, it's not going to be easy. It's not ever been easy, and it won't ever get easy until we get into heaven. Jesus says, Look, foxes have holes. The birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man don't even have a place to lay his head down. Since so you're going to give up everything, if you're going to follow him, you've got to let it all go to get it up. Amen. And it says, and he said to another, follow me. And, and he says, Lord, but, but, but hang on just a second. Lord, give me time to go back and bury my dead. Jesus said, look, let the dead bury the dead. Hey, when she's dead, it's over. We can't do nothing if she's right alone. Well. I said, you know, she's right alone. What you understand? Right now is the time I got to be preaching to her, to him, to her, to him, to her, 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 and him. I got to be preaching right now. Right now is the time. If you're lost, you're going to die and go to hell. Right now is the time you Jesus said, right now. Right now. Let the dead bury the dead. Look, God. Here, you got to go. Preach the kingdom. God. Right now, you got to breath. Right now, you got to breath. You got to breath. You, 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 and you, 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 and the forward behind you. Listen to me. Right now, you got to breath. You're breathing. Go forth and preach. Go tell people God loves them and He's providing a way for them and that He'll redeem them. Nothing in this life is important. And you know what, right now, most of us are struggling with our salvation because we ain't found this yet. Come on. Most people ain't got joy in their salvation because they ain't received their salvation yet. Why? Because they don't let go of this world. They're tangled up in this world. They're tangled up in the cares of this world. And Jesus said unto them, No man. Oh, no, he said in another, he said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go home and tell my wife bye. Let me go home and tell my kids bye. Oh, I got a soccer game tonight. No, I got a PTO tonight. No, I got a, a, a fishing tournament after work. We got to go hunting. Come on. 
Lord, as soon as I get to do that, as soon as my kids get grown, I'll start working, buddy. Right now, I ain't got time to work for my kids involved in every sport, every at school. I, think, I ain't got time to do nothing this, Lord. But as soon as my kids get grown, I'll follow you then. Amen. Bless you. You die before your kids get grown, you will spend eternity in heaven. Jesus says right here, no man can have put his hand in the fire and look back and fit with the kingdom of heaven. John 10, 7. I told Larry last night at practice, I said, I promise you, I'll try to get this to you before I talk in the morning and talk about that. I said, I've got so much scripture to go through. Let, please. I said, let me get it with you. And y'all, I'll read it out about 100, okay? 10 7. Then Jesus said again, Verily, verily, I say to you, I am the door. Now, I want you to understand this. Jesus says, I am the door that leads to eternal life. But you can't take the door the color you want it to be. Oh, yeah. Amen. Come on. Dave, you can't decorate outside that front door. That's his door. He said, I am the door. He says that all ever that came before me were thieves and robbers. I want you to understand who's in that world right now. Who's running around right now seeking to whom he may desire to get to that. You know, earlier I talked about Jesus says that, that, that he is the way. Right here it says, Jesus says, Verily I say to you that I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Praise God that our kids ain't listening to Satan. Praise God our kids are listening to God the teachers, men and women, instilling the word in them that they have to this. They'll be able to make that. Right now, how many of y'all that's got kids under 18, to be honest, would go off and leave your kids for a week by themselves? Got one? Well, why do you let your kids decide they won't come to church or not? Amen. Come on. Go with you. I'm getting it all this morning. Why? It's serious. Why? Because your kids are going to die and go to hell because you let them make decisions that they're not confident enough to make. You can't trust them to say, oh, why do you trust them with their salvation? Why do you trust them with their courage? Amen. These are things I have to teach you to understand. Not everybody's going to enter into the kingdom. Because he's going to say, depart from me, I never knew you. And y'all, there's going to be a lot of girls that never make it into the kingdom of heaven because they never believe that. Jesus Christ. John 10 says, says, all that came before me were thieves and robbers. But the sheep do not hear me. He says, I am the door by me. If any man enter, he shall be saved. Then he'll be able to go in and out and find pasture. Now we've got people here today that are sharp. They can't find faith. as a table set before you here this morning and you are starving to death because Amen. you will not eat. Blessing. The word is preached and taught every week here. And you leave starved today. You're malnourished. You're weak. You're feeble because you will not feast on the truth of the word. And you wonder why your life is the way it is. It's because you are not spiritually able to discern. Come on. And when you're not able to discern what's right and what's wrong, you choose what's wrong and that's devastating to you. 
This is what's here to do about mega churches. This is what's here to do about the build and grow and be enormous. Because we don't get the foundation. Amen. Amen. We Sunday school this morning talking about the foundation being laid. <coughs> we don't get the foundation now. 
We're constantly having to be reapportioned, reapportioned, reapportioned. Why would your salvation not stick? Because you are building on the wrong cornerstone. Amen. It says there was a great multitude with him. Jesus had a huge following. Don't you know? Jesus had a huge following. And he turns around to him and he says, If any man come to me and hate not his mother, his father, his wife, his children, his sister, yea, his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Oh, I do this my own way. I take on the day to do it. I ain't got to despise my wife, do I? Am I really going to hate my own wife? You remember that? When Jesus told that rich young ruler, there's one thing <coughs> against you, there's one thing that you're holding on to, there's that one thing. This is that one thing. This is that one thing that's going to keep you out of heaven right here. When you think, Lord, oh, there's little kids running around, then you do your Lord and Savior. When you put your job, when you put your wife, when you put your kids, when you put everything before, oh, I can continue to live in sin. Jesus, is, Jesus says, if a man or a woman will not lay down their life, take up their cross and follow me. It says, whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Amen. Let me do one more thing. I'll give you my life. Lord, let me do one more thing. One more thing. Yeah, we got preachers out there today. We got folks that our kids are acquainted with. Now, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this. I want you to know this. I want you to understand it. If folks are teaching your kids, there's an easier way. There's a more popular way. There's a... Y'all, being a Christian ain't fun. It ain't exciting. Now listen to this whole book. <coughs> Do not paraphrase me or put this out there as preacher said. Do you, you put the whole book. When the things of this world, it is, it's like a Roman candle. Or, or, or the huge fireworks that say you love. What do you want to say? Huh? Yeah. I mean, you want to see somebody standing there and shoot one across the camera, or you want to go see the blood and see that they die alone, brother, up there? Amen. See, that's what the world has offered us is more bells and whistles and a bigger lane for you love. And that's what's draw, you know. I got ADHD real bad. I didn't want to test it, but I know. We'll tell you this last week. I have this issue of, of, of I can't, you know, I need to feel it bad. Luckily, it's good, but, you know, I, I say, well, I can't keep my attention saying on what I'm doing. So many times. Well, but y'all, one thing God directed, he got to help me and he can't do that. And he says, look, you going to follow me. Or it's going to cost you everything. Amen. He said, but if you follow me, I'll give you that's right. I said, Lord, I'll lose But y'all, we got people around that are just, it's all, we got, we got high, building high, making it fun, making it easy. Hey, when I got in the Word, 
And I started reading and I seen what I was saved from. And I saw what I was promised to have here. He said, I'll give you the blessed life here. You'll lay out and you'll forsake all other. You'll love me. You'll follow me. You'll put nothing before me. I'll bless you. I'll promote you. I'll protect you. I'll provide for you. Yes, i got a prosperity gospel. It's called obedience. Amen. If I've been obedient, God's blessings will come upon me and upon my family. Amen. You know, I have to fight contend with others up down the road trying to blow things up and make it spectacular now. And there's no grounds. There's no dirt for our kids to be rooted in. There's no, there, there's no nutrients for us adults to be nurtured in. Right. And what happens the first time a storm comes in? It ain't fun no more. Boom, they up and gone to the next church, and the next church, and the next church. I pray that they do that. Most of them go back to the world. They go back to what they were now. Sex, drugs, alcoholism, pride, control. You know, there's so many things that hinder us. But what worries me is in verse 13, Matthew chapter 7, Enter ye into straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many enter in that. 14. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life, and few find it. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am life. No man will enter into heaven except through me. You know, God's message today is that there is a narrow way that leads to life eternal. And I, this other guy, you know, say, hey, oh, this is what I need people to understand. Was Jim Jones kind of drunk the juice? Was Jim Jones said, let's go into the bedroom, tell my go to sleep corner, and drink the Kool-Aid, we're going to wake up in hell in the morning. Is that what he told him? No, it wasn't. He said, now here's a fast track to heaven. Let's go drink this poison and die with it. Satan is telling us this morning. Y'all, there's things that we're involved in, that we're promoting, things that we go along with that are leading folks into hell. And Jesus says we must stay on their path. We must not forsake the following of Him. Not, not, not the Ten Commandments. But He says, I don't know. Who knows the law that Jesus says, I'll you, you will know my disciples by them that keep my word, that keep my commandments. What's the greatest commandment of all? Huh? Love God with all your heart. What's the second greatest command? Love your neighbor as yourself. Those two things right there. I tell you, I come up this day and talk about your neighbor. Well, who's my neighbor? Person you're ready to shoot? Person you're talking about right now? The person you're wanting to get even with right now, that's your neighbor. And we wonder why the people treat us so bad. What did the chapter uh, 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 verse? Well, say after that, or last time, do unto others 
So you're giving people license to treat you like dirt. You realize that you give people the license to go off on you in 10 seconds. You give people license to treat you like you're a, a piece of garbage. Why? That's just what. Record yourself. Okay? Record the next conversation. The next day you go out, you cut your phone off. Everybody here's got an iPhone, you got a little app on there that's free of charge. You can record the whole conversation all day long. Go back and listen to how you say Hey, I know I said I got pulled up. And I ain't like that. Why? Because when it comes to the Word of God, I got to preach the truth. I love you. And I'm going to tell you, I don't nobody here die and go to hell. I'm telling some people I'm like, because they have not gone to the narrative. It says, draw this away. The wise gate that leads to destruction. And there is a way to me. There is a way to sing back to a person. For God ain't punishing for doing it. God didn't say he was going to punish you right now. Judgment. He has not come to condemn and to judge. He has come to save and to restore and to remake your life. Right now, we're under grace. But believe you me, you're going to stand before an almighty God that will be just. And he will have grounds to say, depart from me, I never knew you. Why? Because we never surrendered to that narrow way that causes us to lay down every day. We can't get through that paradigm. We can't get through Jesus Christ with all our attributes. Amen. We have been taught. Y'all say anything. We have been taught. Oh, all you gotta do is believe. And that's true to a certain extent. We do have to believe in his death, his burial, his resurrection. But in his words, he says a man must be willing to, 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 to turn his back on his family. Take up his cross and follow. Jesus never made anybody leave their family, forsake their wife or kids to go off and follow him. Jesus says you've got to be willing to do that. You've got to be willing. Love me more than you love. He says if I love me more than that, he says I'll give you the strength to be the husband. Hey, if you become the man of God or the woman of God you're supposed to be, guess what? Jesus is going to give you the strength to be that godly wife. He's going to give you the strength to be that godly daughter. He's going to give you the strength to overcome temptation. He's going to give you the strength to be able to, to stand there and take the abuse and know that they don't. For Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. And you ever heard them words before? When Jesus was hanging on the cross, my honor, but when Stephen was in the pit and we were throwing rocks at him. We were guilty as those such people who are stone rocks to see the life. Because when the man of God brings the word, we're ready to sell it again. Stephen said, Lord, lay up this charge against me. There I said, man. So many of us get mad at the word. This first brings some good teach Jesus. When the thought lies inside, you know. The word is perfect. We're pimping. I'm asking you today. I'm asking you right here, right there. Hey, is your way the right way? Oh, yeah, I'm getting in here. It's easy. It's easy. I'll do my way. Your way is easy. If it don't require any sacrifice, Satan's got you in the trap. I'm going to ask you today. Let's start sharing. 
Yeah.